When will this bear market come to an end? Is there some kind of checklist we should be mindful of as crypto investors that may help us prepare for a flip to the next bull cycle? Hello, I'm Crypto Casey, and in this video, we are going to explore the simple, straightforward things that need to happen before the crypto markets are able to trend into long-term bullish territory and what's currently driving the global economy at large. This video is brought to you by iTrust Capital and more on them in a bit. Awesome, let's break down some bull market checklist requirements. So, as we all know, due to the COVID pandemic, tons of free money was flooded into the economy to keep it afloat during one of the longest-running financial bull cycles in history. And Wall Street used the opportunity to gamble with most of it in the stock and crypto markets. And our favorite macroeconomist, Tasha Che, sums up the results of Wall Street treating the markets like a casino nicely in this tweet. The number of U.S. stocks listed grew by 25% in the past two years, and the number of tokens issued quadrupled. Excess demand? caused by excess free money, leads to excess supply of financial assets like stocks and crypto until it reverts. After the 2008 financial crisis, the number of stocks listed dropped by 30%. So the bull market is not coming back until supplies bottom. And if you look at these charts, you can see they haven't even started dropping. All right. So another thing we are all aware of is the Federal Reserve trying to fight inflation. Their latest tactics involve increasing interest rates or the cost to borrow money, as well as decreasing the money supply. And they choose these tactics based on the economic theory known as the Phillips curve, which is a simple line graph that looks like this. The Phillips curve depicts a relationship between inflation or the rising cost of goods and services in an economy with unemployment rates or the percentage of people that are unemployed in an economy. And the theory is simple. Economic growth causes inflation. And during times of economic growth, there are more jobs available, which causes a decrease in unemployment rates. Every month, a jobs report is published that shows us the previous month's unemployment data. And this week, the markets found out that the unemployment rate fell to 3.5% in September, while payrolls rise by 263,000 as the job market stays strong. And that's why we saw the market take a hit Friday and why we will likely see another rate hike from the Fed. And as complicated, professional, and scientific as the Federal Reserve wants us to feel about their tactics, it's actually simple as this tweet by Savage Sven Henrik. If y'all want lower rates, hurry and quit your jobs. Headline, on Monday, 100 million Americans suddenly quit their jobs. On Tuesday, the Fed cut rates to zero and all was well again. All joking aside, it would make a lot more sense if this situation was in fact one big joke because of this interesting wrinkle we need to be mindful of as investors right now. Here's what's been happening in the markets when the Fed makes even a slight indication that the Fed will pivot or that the Fed won't pivot. An all-out green day versus an all-out red day. And as predictable and hilarious as the market mocking the Fed is, the Fed is fed up with it and now letting their large lack of basis egos determine monetary policy that is affecting every single country and every single human on the planet. Over the past few years, no one could really take the Fed's word as bond because of all the blatant inconsistencies between the lip service word salad BS they give us and the actions they ultimately decide to take. The Fed previously said they would keep raising rates in 2019 and then they cut them three times instead. Then they said they wouldn't raise rates until 2023 or 24, and now have raised them to 3% in 2022. Making these definitive policy statements without knowing the data is foolish. And the Fed is overtly not data dependent. This week, 
Fed's Mester said there will be no rate cuts this year. So basically, financial instability is now a policy goal, as Fed's Karkashi says, I anticipate cracks in the U.S. financial markets, but the bar for a change in Fed policy in response is very high. And yet another Fed person pipes up this week, making us all wonder, do these people actually think before they speak? As Fed's Waller says, I am not considering slowing or stopping rate increases due to financial stability concerns. Yeah. So with annoyance and slight amusement, I present to you a clear, concise answer to what underlying foundation is driving the global markets at this particular moment in time. And it's not inflation. It's not unemployment. It's not the Phillips curve economic theory. It's not interest rate hikes. It's not the war. It's not the upcoming elections, nor the CPI or jobs report. It's not the garbage macroeconomic environment of the world at large. It's simply ego specifically the ego of the Federal Reserve and their decision to enact ego-driven monetary policy that affects us all in a futile effort to rebuild their credibility rather than enact data-driven monetary policy that at least is based on honest intentions for the greater good of us all. The strengthening US dollar is crippling everyone and waiting for people to lose their jobs in order for unemployment numbers to theoretically start decreasing the prices of goods and services completely unrelated to unemployment numbers like oil, rent, and food, while also declaring that you will not cut rate hikes over the next 15 months based on no actual data is completely asinine. And an additional step we need to usher in an effective bull cycle for crypto is favorable regulations. So more institutional money can enter the space. So what can we do as crypto investors? Basically what we've all hopefully been doing, which is focus on what's in our control, increase our knowledge, increase our income, and exude gratefulness for the things that we do have. Also, as the end of the year draws near, start considering tax planning. Personally, I like to max out my IRA or individual retirement account, as well as my SEP or Simplified Employee Pension Plan IRA, which if you are self-employed, you filed an extension and your business qualifies for one, you have up until October 15th to contribute up to $58,000 for the year 2021 which decreases whatever tax liabilities you may owe for 2021. And if you'd like more info about tax-deferred accounts, you can check out this video guide about trading crypto tax-free by clicking on the link above. And if you would like to take advantage of a crypto IRA as a tax planning tool, I personally use iTrust Capital. Using their services, you can trade crypto tax-free within a tax-sheltered retirement account like a traditional or Roth IRA. I personally chose to invest my funds with iTrust Capital because they have the lowest transaction fees in the industry at 1%, their monthly service fee is non-existent, zero, which is unheard of with retirement account services both traditionally as well as with other crypto retirement service providers. And they just rolled out their beta version of their features to become the first and only crypto retirement account service provider that supports DeFi functionality, allowing us to do cool things like accrue staking rewards, all tax-free or tax-deferred. Very neat stuff. So scroll down to the description area below to access iTrust Capital's correct and official site, all while supporting the channel. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So what do you think about the Fed's recent actions and statements? Are they going to stay true to their word the rest of the year and next? Or will they waver as usual? What end of the year tax planning steps do you take? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.